This week's episode is sponsored by Spilling the G&T. This is a podcast where they break down each episode of RuPaul's Drag Race as they are released, gearing up for reviewing season three, which just started at the beginning of this year. Essentially, Spilling the GNT is a queer popular culture podcast serving all the tea, shade, and opinions you need to keep up with all things in popular culture, drag race, and beyond. Hosts Paolo and Tom are super, super fans with an encyclopedic knowledge of drag race. Paolo has a background as a professional dancer and performer. He danced in a dance company led by choreographers who directed and choreographed for Justin Bieber, Blackpink, Jennifer Lopez, Rihanna, all the major K-pop artists, and more. Dr. Tom is a well-respected psychiatrist in the United Kingdom, but also a fashion guru with a very sharp eye for the runways. They use their professional experience to explore each episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. When listening to Spilling the G&T, be sure to expect entertainment, banter, and wit, with a key look into going deeper into discussing performance technique and psychology, but always with fun, and usually with a G&T. Thanks! Hello everyone, welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. So we are back. Welcome, welcome. We're here. <laughs> We're here. Somehow. Somehow. I don't we survived last the last week, which good on us, I guess. Um just fucking barely. Nuts. Skin of my teeth, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're <laughs> we're really hitting it off strong with 2021. Um yeah. <sighs> Who knew that 2021 um, would be longer and harder than 2020? I know it's it's like I feel like January's been like 18 years long and it's not even halfway through the month. I know. I know. I am with you there. It's, oh god. And that's to be fair, I feel like that's most Januarys are like that. January and February are both very long months. Mm-hmm. It's like the no cold February's and dark. Like- yeah, and it's just like nothing really. Like December, you have Christmas and New Year's and all that like fun stuff to look forward to. So the cold and the dark is like whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, all right, we're done with this and we're we're ready for we're ready for some sunlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what have you been watching this week, Jillian? I have still been on my Discovery Plus kick. I've watched some hell yes. really trashy documentaries, and God, there was something that I was watching that was so bad, but. I've like blocked it from my mind. I've watched way too much Gold Rush. Okay. <laughs> Chris is really into Gold Rush. And so nice. I have been watching it too. And like the interpersonal drama is just great. But I just like the whole time, I'm like, why are you, why, why? <laughs> That's, yeah, I find myself asking that question a lot whenever I'm watching anything. <laughs> Fair. CNN, <laughs> you know. Mostly that, yes. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've watched other than what we've watched for this week. Mm -hmm. What have you been watching? Um, so I kind of randomly stumbled, um, uh, which I had done some rewatching of this earlier in quarantine, but I stumbled across, um, Degrassi again on YouTube because all of, by the way, just a shout out, all of Degrassi is free on YouTube. Like just all the seasons are on there. Thanks, Canada. Um, Yes. So if you are ever wanting to watch some trashy teen drama like Degrassi is your your way to go. Like that's that was my ultimate favorite show when I was in middle school. I was obsessed with it. And even like a little bit before, I think I was like probably watching it a a little too (laughs) young. And like I remember like that is how I learned what an abortion was. Wow. And I learned what I learned what rape was through Degrassi. Good. 
Good job, Degrassi. So like it it, it was very formative to my teenage years in many ways. Um, so I was rewatching some of the uh, some of the old, like the newer episodes that are like just a little bit past my prime. Mm-hmm. And wow, it's just some class like if you like teen drama to the max, just every single possible problem that any kids could have, you know, storylines that conveniently wrap up in two episode arcs, you know, just mm-hmm. perfect, perfect high school um, drama. Chef's mm-hmm. kiss chef's kiss indeed (laughs) i have never watched degrassi i watched a bit of it but i think i was like the wrong demographic maybe Mm -hmm. because i'm a little bit older than you so i might have already Mm -hmm. been in high school when they were talking about this stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's amazing um i love it so much so i'm glad i'm good that's good (laughs) You gotta watch shit that makes you feel good, because what the fuck else are you gonna watch? I know, right? I know. But I think that brings <laughs> us to what we are going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think th- for this week, we are going to check back in with the Plaths. We're going back to Plathville, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Plathville. Welcome to Plathville. Um, and we're gonna cover the last three seasons. No. The last three episodes of the second season that just wrapped up uh, last week, I believe. We're going to cover the last three seasons, one episode already. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I was so excited to get back to the Plaths. I Mm -hmm. follow them on Instagram and even on my, like, regular Instagram that I don't follow all the trash TV stuff on because I'm just like, I can't stop watching them. They're pretty fascinating. I just love Um, that they're breaking free. Exactly. It's it's basically like everything you want the Duggars or any other of those Fundy families to be. It's like you'll get to watch it crash and burn in slow motion mm-hmm. um, for the parents, at least, um, which is satisfying. God, it's so satisfying. It's interesting, too, because uh, Kyler hasn't watched any of season two with me. I've watched it all by myself. Uh, but he'd watched a lot of season one with me and he was always commenting like this is this show's never good. like this is the last season of the show. It's boring as hell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Um, and then she, he walked in on me watching the most recent episode of this. And she he was like, wow, this is a completely different show than last season, isn't it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, some shit went down. Yeah. You're like last season was just getting the story out. And this is yeah. really getting shit done. Yeah, it's 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 very good. It's um, um I was very excited to to finish this season as well mm-hmm. i was just screaming the whole last episode basically y- yeah pretty much pretty much <laughs> I, which we will get to but yes. let's go ahead and get started with episode seven which is called open road god bless the open road <laughs> i don't know how that turned into the folgers song but it did <laughs> the best part of waking up it's open road in your cup <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this episode. It it was a lot of stuff in this one because mm-hmm. it was kind of setting up the last two episodes. Right, yeah. But I guess we'll start with the open road part of mm-hmm. Ethan and Olivia are going to California for Olivia's... Work. Yeah, rebrand. rebrand. That's the word I was trying to get there. And I was like, brand yes. name, brand, brand. <laughs> something, something brand, rebrand. Yes. Yeah. Um, which 
I mean, I, I can't like not shame them for traveling in a pandemic. I know. Especially Ethan, who had like, I mean, I know he went there to like work on his relationship with Olivia, but like you can do that at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I guess, uh, I mean, I don't really know the circumstances behind Olivia's work and how like necessary it was for her to travel, but like Ethan didn't have to travel with her. Well, and I feel like there are plenty of places that you could take photos in the like surrounding four area four states definitely and and, like you can go to some beaches in florida if you want to get some beach pics like i don't think she need that she needed to go to california but Mm -hmm. like i don't know you're not gonna find like i'm not (laughs) i'm like very like you should not be doing anything unless you absolutely fucking have to i know the whole time i'm just like to all of them but of course yeah i mean they're not getting any information from anybody that's telling them not to really yeah it's true (laughs) um so but yeah i can't i can't let that episode this episode go by without mentioning that oh Um, and speaking of that you did send me the article about joy and austin already having had covid mm -hmm. while she yeah they had it yeah joy said she had it when she was pregnant which is being theorized was a she probably had it around the fourth of july because her and carlin bates were together then and then like a week later carlin bates said she had covid Mm -hmm. so like at least she either got it from her gave it to her something probably um, and so that tells me that probably a lot of the other Duggars had it too, because she said that they go to the house like at least once a week. So it's like, okay. Yeah. But that was back in July and like this immunity shit doesn't last that long once mm-hmm. you get it. And there's all these variants now. So you should still be, yeah. <laughs> you should still, still be, you know. Home. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I was honestly so shocked. Yeah. I was so shocked that she had came out and admitted that I would I expected like I did not expect her to like be like oh yeah we had COVID. I'm honestly shocked that they went to go get tested for it yeah like isn't it supposed to be a hoax I guess it's not real it's not real it's totally fake it's fake it's why almost 400,000 Americans have died in the past 10 months oh god it's been almost a year and it's so wild that like we have this podcast as like our year marker. This is our quarantine pro. pro- this has been like, it didn't even start out that way, but it ended up being our quarantine project because mm-hmm. we planned this before everything kind of hit the fan, and then yeah, it was like, well, it's now is the time to <laughs> time to go, and it, yeah, it's like it's crazy that it's just it's been an insane year. It'll be a bittersweet March. It will be for <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, back to the show. So this kind of starts out with Ethan and Olivia going on a picnic with Mariah and Micah to show mm-hmm. off their new tattoos and, like, I guess, see each other probably before they go to California. Right. And that's kind of, like, um, you know, they're kind of, like, reminiscing over not seeing the younger siblings mm-hmm. um, and that kind of stuff. And it's very clear that Ethan is still really struggling with the fact that his parents have basically used his siblings as pawns against him. Mm-hmm um so yeah which sets up i think a lot of the arc of the last few episodes oh yeah so we cut away from the picnic and we go to lydia talking to kim about the mystery man Mm -hmm. and um she says she's prayed about him for a week or so and she's found no peace whatsoever (laughs) kim is like oh wow she has a crush it's way too soon and it's like wow bitch she's a 16 year old girl yeah six like that I don't think anyone should argue that it's too soon for a 16-year-old girl to have a crush on a boy. Yeah, like, like she's not having a baby. She's... No, that is perfectly a reasonable thing and normal for a 16-year-old girl to have a crush on somebody. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it, it's just very clear that like Kim, it, obviously very like 
is discouraging to her to try to do anything. And I think because Lydia is such a people pleaser that like she takes that really into account. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's not really fair because I think Kim obviously knows that she does. So. And it's super not fair because in this like discussion that Lydia and her have, Kim is like, oh, you know, me and your father, we both had a big past. Like, it was really big. Like, I had four ex-boyfriends at our wedding. And I'm like, you bitch. Like, don't fucking flaunt the fact that you had freedom yeah. to your daughter. Yeah. I, the way she said it was just, like, so, like, I fucking, I, like, Kim Plath is one of my least favorite people in the entire world. Holy shit. Um, me too. And I I'm not going to give her so any much. passes throughout this whole thing. Like, I'm not giving her any passes. She's a fucking, she's horrible. But, um, yeah, like, she was like... Yeah, I had four ex-boyfriends at her at she said she had four ex-boyfriends at her and Barry's wedding and she didn't know if Barry knew that or not, which like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, and like her dad <laughs> recognized all of them. Like, I don't know. That's fucking weird. It was Yeah, it was weird. And it was weird to bring that up. Like, why? I don't know. Like, while you're telling your teenage daughter that she can't have a boyfriend. Exactly. Um, And it just this just goes to show you that literally Kim is just punishing her kids for her own decisions, for her own past mistakes by, like, not giving them the opportunity to choose what they want to do. And it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. I I, I hate her so much in these three episodes. Like, I always low-key hated her. Like, I'm done with her. She's manipulative and passive-aggressive. But, like, mm. No, the, yeah, these ones particular, like, I was, like, I, like, seethe with anger when I watch her. Like, I... Like, she, I'm not a violent person, like, at all. Like, I have no, I rarely have any type of violent inclination. But, like, I worry that if I had to have a conversation with her, I would end up punching her in the face. Like, I cannot (laughs) handle her. Yeah, or throwing something at her. Something. Something is going to happen because she is just, and her face, she just has such a punchable face to me. Oh, yeah. She and Barry both. I mean, honestly, match made in heaven because you could just sock them together. I want to punch that little grin off of Barry's face. Mm Mm-hmm. He's got like the the thin lips of judgment. God, oh, the thin lips of judgment. <laughs> I hate that. You are welcome. The next part of the episode is Micah taking Ethan to the airport, and then Micah somehow Micah is like the most well adjusted of all of them, and I don't know how this happened because like he's dumb, he's a little cute dummy, but like mm-hmm. he understands other people which is great. He does. He's a real sweet kid. Like I think I like, I mean I like all of the adult plaths. I fucking love Ethan by the end of these episodes. Like mm-hmm. I ugh, I just, I'm so proud of all of them for like. I'm so proud of them. Being decent human beings despite um, like the- their upbringing. Like it's just, I don't understand how it happened. I don't, I don't get know. it. I think it's just as much as you try to like abuse the shit out of your kids, they're still gonna end up being relatively fine people. I guess that's comforting. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was just kind of a people will persevere statement. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of like the inherent goodness in someone. You can't mm-hmm. control it out of them. But Anyways, so Micah, the reason I was talking about this is because Micah was talking about how much Ethan hates change and he always hated change as a kid. And like Mm -hmm. all of this has just been really distressing to him because he's like so focused in a routine and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I get that. I totally get it. But also definitely get out, bud. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that that it probably wasn't helped by his upbringing, which was like very like scheduled, strict disciplinary and like. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, I just, I, it, it probably didn't help the matters. Yeah. Anything that's different from what we're doing is bad. So if you change exactly. what we're doing, you're doing a bad thing. Exactly. That that kind of thing was always instilled in him. So hopefully he will be able to kind of break free from that. And I think he's at least trying to. So mm-hmm. for Olivia's sake, if not for job. his own, he is. Okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> he got a gift for Olivia, which we find out later. I think in this episode, or did we have to wait till episode eight? It was at it? the very end. Yeah. Okay. It was at the very end. Uh, yeah, and it was it was cute. He did a good job. But one of his surprises was dumb. Um, okay, before we get yeah, to we'll that, get to that. <laughs> we have Lydia and Mariah hanging out, which apparently mm-hmm. Mariah has gotten into Kim and Barry's good enough graces that Lydia can come over and have a girls' night, which is good. I think. Like, I mean, I totally. I think it's interesting to kind of compare Micah and Mariah's relationship with Kim and Barry with Ethan's, mm-hmm. um, and. Obviously, it it the difference between the two is that the Olivia is the part and like the the strain and Ethan having to like stick up for her, mm-hmm. but it it is nice to kind of see that at least the kids that are you know not in the house anymore are still like allowed to have contact with their younger siblings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So then, of course, I'm like fucking Ken is doing it on purpose to punish Ethan more because all of the other kids who are out of the house can see their siblings, but not him. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> like knows? I said, fuck Kim Plath. <laughs> fuck Kim Plath. I still, I'm so curious about their oldest daughter, Hosanna. Like, yeah, they never, never talk her about her. Show like we see her like in the old clips occasionally, but like, mm-hmm. does she talk to them? Does she fucking hate them? Does she still like them? Yeah, I don't know. She was mentioned once this season. It said it was to say that she was pregnant, and they were like downloading a an app so they can like video chat so that would tell me they talk at least a little bit but like i don't know how deep that relationship is it's it doesn't i don't know since that she's not ever really mentioned which i I think is interesting it's so weird it it weirds me out like i know like for on tlc's part it's probably because like hazana's not in the show and so they don't want to right ask about it or whatever but like she's never mentioned and it's so weird and i just want to know if it's a good relationship or a bad relationship there yeah definitely definitely um, but yeah, Lydia comes over to Mariah's and they have a little fashion show where Mariah has Lydia try on her clothes and uh-huh. she's like super uncomfortable the whole time. I thought it was funny because Mariah says that her style is, quote, ran out of fabric. Uh-huh. Somebody <laughs> ran out of fabric. Yes, that's like, yep, that's it. That yeah. is perfectly described. That's it. true. It's like she's got half a dress or half a shirt. And half yeah, it's her style. And it like the cutouts and shit, like which is like super popular, I think, with Gen Zers in mm-hmm. particular. Like she's too, super into that. So it, it fits. Yeah. It was so cute, though, to have like actual good girl time. And yeah, definitely. Lydia just like kind of seeing, oh, I'm not going to burst into flames if I wear a strappy right. dress. And she looked so cute. She was like she such did. a cute little 16 year old actually looking 16 and not 70. I know. Ugh, I feel so like Lydia. I feel so bad for her. And I think she's going to have a like one of the hardest times of any of the kids like trying to figure out and like juggle like what she wants and what her what her parents want for her because she's such a like sensitive emotional people pleaser Mm -hmm. um so i i'm really glad that she's able to interact with mariah and micah and see that they are having like a normal life and like you said like nothing bad is happening to them they're able to live their lives how they want to live and they aren't combusting (laughs) yet (laughs) not yet (laughs) i think after this whole 
these three episodes. I think after the whole final episode showdown, I think Lydia might pull a Mariah and bail at 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Uh, she, yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, sure. just based on her reaction. Yeah, yeah, I was I was kind of pleased with seeing that, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I think it's going to be very Im- even if she does, which I hope she does, I think it's going to be very like emotionally difficult for her. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I'm just worried for her. And I'm, I'm glad that she at least will have, you know, Mariah and Micah and Ethan to guide her, you know, yeah. which will be good. Yeah. So Micah at this point comes in and shows Lydia all of his modeling pictures and she turns oh, into a little tomato. Just wants to I know. Was- suction her body out of this universe. Which I can't blame her at all. Like, first of all, she's not used to seeing that in any mm-hmm. in any way. But to see your brother, that to be your brother, like that's really like startling. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. I totally. Oh yeah. It I was mean, it was really cute though. It was so cute. Like, and I love that she's like, you know, God judges your heart, and it's not for me to judge. And like, that's the only good God judges your heart. It's not mm-hmm. for me to judge thing that anyone's ever said. Because <laughs> she's like, you know, what doesn't matter. Yeah, Lydia is like the most tolerable of the the, like super Christians. Like Mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, which like I have no problem with that. But yeah, God, God, if anything, God is going to judge you based on who you are and not like what you post on Instagram. Well, yeah. And they fucking see you, Kim. Yeah. Trust me. (laughs) We see we, you know, we We. all see you for what you are. (laughs) Yep. Um, (laughs) You're high. No. (laughs) Okay. Um. So they do all that. She and uh, Mariah talk about the mystery man. Yeah. And yeah, Lydia said she, quote, fasted and prayed to God about him, which I was like, God damn, that's that's fucking intense, man. Like, I, yeah, the praying, I can't, like, I I get, that's fine, whatever, but like, why? I I don't know. I don't know. It sounds weird. That's a little uh, weird to me. Clear stomach, clear mind, I guess. God. I have diabetes. I literally can't fast. I will die. Does that mean I'm going to hell? Does that mean none of my prayers will be answered because I can't fast? Possibly. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. Well. Shit. Oh, well. Uh, Just let me know what they are and I'll I'll, I'll do do (laughs) them for you. Prayers by proxy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But, yeah, so they're talking about the boy that she was interested in. And Lydia had kind of come to the assertion, which I'm sure was... Kim encouraged based. by Kim that um, this he was not the right person for her. And Mariah says, well, he has a girlfriend anyway. So it's like, OK, well, it was right then. And then Lydia and, looked like she was trying not to cry for a solid mm-hmm. five minutes. And I was like, yes, baby girl, I know. we've all been there. We have all been there. <sighs> yeah. But, you know, maybe that'll help her with yeah. her closure so she can deal with all of her familial trauma. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. In that situation, it, it would be kind of nice to be like, okay, well, I didn't feel like it was going to work out and the circumstances wouldn't have worked out anyway because he was with like another girl. So like maybe she'll be able to like make peace with that easier. Yeah. Yeah. Who kind knows? of like it took the option off the table. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, okay. Okay. So now we can get into the meat of this episode, mm-hmm. which is LA. <laughs> mm-hmm. LA. 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 Um, so, yeah, Ethan, Olivia has been to L.A. and California before, and she loves it there. And so she's excited to show Ethan, who's never been over there before. They rented a convertible, which is like they the did. big thing. They got a Camaro, which mm-hmm. I think is the only reason that Ethan didn't totally lose his shit while he was sitting in the interminable traffic of L.A. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that like 
fucking Cairo, Georgia doesn't have yeah. a ton of tra- ton of traffic going on. So he's probably not used to like even regular city traffic. And then you're in fucking L.A., which is Just, a whole another yeah, beast. Wall to wall. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so he then smells weed while they're driving in the convertible, yes. which was very yes. funny. He's like, it's the devil's lettuce, basically. Um. Yeah, and then they kind of talk to each other, and Olivia asks Ethan if she'd ever try, if he'd ever try it, and he said he would never try it. He was adamant about it, never ever. Um, which whatever. And then of whatever. course Olivia, being who Olivia is, she's like, "But what if I tried it?" Yes, yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> when they got to Joshua Tree, probably she did. Probably, um. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if TLC wanted to put that on there or not, but yeah, probably. she probably did. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, when they walked into the place in Joshua Tree, it had medicated gummy bears. And that's yeah. like, you don't even have to go to the dispensary or anything. Like, it's They're just, just there. there. You're just going to yeah, try exactly. it. Ethan will go to bed and she'll just be out on the couch like, wow, wow. <laughs> God, can you imagine? <laughs> she'll be hearing her teeth after eating 500 milligram gummy. Yeah, that would be bad. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, in L.A., they go sightseeing, which I will mention, at least they were always wearing their masks when mm-hmm. they were, like, out, which was good to see. Um, eat, they go, okay, so let's talk about the restaurant. Oh, <laughs> my God. To, so they go to um, Little Tokyo. A, L- Little Tokyo, yeah, and they go to a Japanese restaurant, and mm-hmm. Ethan uses chopsticks for the first time. Oh, my God. Which was <laughs> really funny. It was so much. Um, it was. And they get, you know, they have a couple drinks. They're getting a little, you know, loose-lipped. And Ethan just goes, did I have I ever told you about the first time I masturbated? And she's like, no, but please tell me. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so then he tells the story about how he was 13 at the time. And he prefaces this by saying that he had had no education about sex, puberty, anything. Had no idea what any of it was. Mm-hmm. So he said he was at church and he was 13. And I don't the way he was describing it was like he was on the floor under the chairs the chairs where like his family was sitting on top of him uh-huh. basically and he was like he was like yeah i just started rocking uh-huh and i guess one thing led to another and it just kind of happened <laughs> and then he's just like oh god it's the middle of a church service with his parents over him he doesn't know what's just happened to him but Oh my god! It, Can I, you fucking imagine? I just what the fuck? I wanna like I wanna die by proxy for him because that level of embarrassment would kill me. Yeah, I cannot believe he said that on television. He admitted to that. Can you imagine Kim and Barry finding out about that? Fuck! Oh, it'll be so good. <laughs> they know about it now. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, I bet that. Oh shit! I bet they got so fucking mad about that. You've desecrated our sanctuary. <laughs> that's why we stopped going to church yeah. yeah that's why not because they don't want you there right um so that that was just that was that was incredible so hear. much but then we also have to deal with the fact that his first time using chopsticks he held one chopstick in each hand and just stabbed <laughs> which i get it that's one way to use them i guess but yeah. uh probably not probably not the most effective way Mm-mm. they're not super sharp no, no, and he was eating like a pancake. So, <sighs> yes. Anyways, yeah. it was a lot. Um, but yeah, it was, it was. Um, <laughs> so after they, so they're only in LA for like a day, and then they are going to Joshua T, Joshua T, Joshua, Joshua Tree, um, 
booked and they're going to like this little retreat mm-hmm. um like a secluded retreat yeah and of course it's all very la so it's oh yeah definitely. it's so new agey and mm-hmm. mm. yeah yeah so um yeah they kind of just like relax and spend some time with each other they get a couple's massages uh-huh. um ethan was super uncomfortable which i get i've never gotten a massage but like i get the willies when people touch my back that's fair so like i don't think i would ever want one um that's fair. but I've had i loved one massage and it was mm-hmm. pretty good but also i wasn't out in the open and it was yeah. just me and the one other person like the, the yeah. masseuse Right, yeah. Yeah, they were just, like, outside, <laughs> just, like, on tables. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I loved Ethan. As- Ethan was talking to the masseuse, and she asked – he asked the masseuse if um, she also gave massages to animals. Uh-huh. And she – you could just tell she was trying to be just She's like, well, chill. I've never got that question before. What the fuck? I would lose my mind. That is so funny. It's so <laughs> All of you was like, what the fuck, Ethan? What kind of question is that? And he's like, I've seen right? people give cats massages before. You're like, where did you end up on YouTube, my dude? Yeah, really. For real. <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't know. The only other part of this was that he thought he didn't want them to touch his feet because his feet were stinky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the masseuse did say that his feet were stinky. Yeah, well, feet be stinky. Yeah, feet be stinking. What can That's you do? Why you get fancy oil rubbed on them so that they don't stink as much. Exactly. Now they smell okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think that is it for that episode, but let's move on to episode <laughs> eight. And that is called My Everything. Oh, man. Jillian, you're my everything. You're my everything. <laughs> <laughs> So this this episode starts out over at Mariah and Micah's mm-hmm. house, and they are going to on a little like beach lake day, whatever yeah. water day, as the Duggars would say. <laughs> I was just about um, to say that I was like water day, water day. Um, and they're going, and Mariah is bringing Max, who is sh- her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, and Micah is bringing Sarah Lynn. Uh, who is a like old family friend mm-hmm. um, that they haven't seen together and they haven't seen each other in like many years. Yeah. And I was so glad that he invited Sarah Lynn again. Micah with the emotional intelligence invites mm-hmm. a girl who came from the same background as them to like come and hang out with him and Mariah. Yeah. And she goes to university and like all these things. Like mm-hmm. she's just a little bit ahead of where they are. And I think that really yeah. was like good for Mariah. Definitely, yeah, because Mariah was talking about how she's was initially interested in going to college, and I think she kind of was, like we talked about in the first episode, or the first episode about this season, they talked to Barry and Kim about how, like, they fucked up their education, because now mm-hmm. they have to get, like, a high school diploma or a GED, because they don't have that before they can go to college. Um, but I think that, like, seeing somebody who has a similar background to her being so successful and enjoying college so much will like give her that push to maybe maybe explore that yeah yeah see if it's an option that she wants to do i mean it's not like she has to stay in college if she goes and tries it for a semester yeah see it um but yeah i really liked sarah lynn and i was really glad Mm -hmm. that she existed Mm -hmm. and it was very cute it was good it was it was nice and it was um 
it was it was good to see all of these like I feel like it was like different levels of sheltered because Max said he was he, Max is homeschooled. I think Max is like a level below Sarah Lynn, which is a level below the Plaths, which is a you know it kind mm-hmm. of is like a, a hierarchy. So it was kind of nice to see all of these kids kind of relate to each other and come together and be there for each other. And also it was cute to see Max and Mariah. They're cute. They're and they call cute. each other their adventure buddies, which is really cute. It was very cute. Though I did mm-hmm. feel a little traumatized about buddies and fundamentalists because I was like, oh no, the buddy system in the doggers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think it's like that. No, I don't no. think so either. But I heard the word buddy and I was like, <clears throat> oh wait. <laughs> yeah. It brought you back. Yeah. Because I, you know, I just learned about the buddies two yeah, weeks ago. The buddy sy- yeah. And the buddy system is like a big like yikes thing of the, about the Duggars. Yeah. Right. Like that's so yikes. That's just it's my very. Complaints. Anyway. Sorry. Bad. I yelled about <laughs> this before. We're not talking about the Duggars today. Jillian. Mm-mm. I didn't. We'll never not talk about the Duggars. I'm always talking about them. I know. So they were like kayaking down the little river and they're like, oh, is that an alligator? And it fucking was an alligator. And there were two alligators. And then they were like rope swinging off into gator water and they're a different breed down there i think i don't i don't know i don't know man i don't like water though very much we i don't either we've, this before. we've discussed this especially like water where you can't see what's like in the water yeah and it could be anything and like yeah, no. especially if i can see a dangerous thing like oh exactly you're, a shark fan, you're gonna jump in like no, no, I'm good. I, I am good. I don't care if that gator couldn't take me. It probably fucking could. It could just dunk me underwater and drown me. Yeah, I, I'm I'm weak as hell. Like, <laughs> I I can be overpowered very easily. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I am not made for the outside world, okay? I get that. That's fair. Do you have anything else to say about no. the water day? No, we can just go to L.A. Let's go to L.A. With um, our favorite, Triambica triambica so yeah okay so ethan like we talked about last episode he's been kind of like teasing a surprise for olivia i forgot her (laughs) name for a second (laughs) i almost called her jillian because i was looking at you and i'm like that's not her name um i'm not married so thank god yeah no um so (laughs) one of the surprises is they're meeting up with what was her name Say her name again. Triambica. Triambica. Thank you. It's her spiritual name given to her by her spiritual teacher, and it's in Sanskrit. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Triambica. <laughs> yeah, so Ethan has been talking to Triambica about meeting, um, and they are learning about Tantra. Mm-hmm. And... I love this because Ethan acted like he had like looked into this and like knew what he was getting into, but like he had, I think he thought he was just, they were just going to like a couple's therapist or like a couple's, I don't know, counselor of something, but no, they're not. And he was like totally taken aback. And I'm like, dude, do some research if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it. Like, I mean, he literally called a woman named Triambica to set up an appointment. Like that's some red flags. That is. Like, if that doesn't tell you it's going to be some new age stuff, like, I don't know what's going to. Right. Um, But, I mean, it does kind of fit because they talk about how the aim is, like, deeper intimacy and better understanding of one another, which is what they need. Yeah. They just have to do it in a little bit of a a different way than I think that they were anticipating. Yeah. Well, and Olivia got surprised with 
Tantra. All of it. Yeah, with all of it. <laughs> she had no idea what any of this was. Um, but I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was. It was. It was good for them. I think. Yeah. Because I think it, it. It. It made them have to open up to one another about some pretty difficult things. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ethan was talking about how like his biggest regrets in his life are not standing up for her in mm-hmm. front of his parents. Um, and I just think that that's like so big of him to acknowledge that and to like be like, hey, like not only did my are my parents like complicit in hurting you, like I am too because I didn't stand up for you and mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that anymore. And I think that that's like really big yeah of Ethan oh yeah well and I mean and then he fucking follows through on the next episode which we'll get Mm -hmm. to but like that's the thing it's not just empty words he's just like you know what these are my biggest regrets and I'm gonna fucking change that yeah he like he's and it's just like I can tell that he like is really like he means it like Mm -hmm. Olivia is his is his life like Mm -hmm. his his parents are his past and like that they're like unfortunately they cannot commingle yeah um but it's 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 really it's just nice to see him stand up for olivia oh yeah it was it was very cute i mean like it was good mm-hmm. and you know they didn't get into like tantric sex but we're like <laughs> just going and like doing the sit really close to each other and breathe together yes. and say something yeah. nice about each other mm-hmm. and yeah it was much about like getting closer like physically but not like sexually but they were like embracing each other while they and it was kind of like a nice like i think very deep moment for them and probably something that neither of them had ever even partially experienced so even Definitely. if they take just a tiny bit like oh we'll just sit close together and talk about the emotional things mm-hmm. like that's pretty yeah that's that, yeah for sure for sure um yeah that's pr- i don't really think i have anything else to say about the i don't really tantra I don't really either. I mean, Triomica was ridiculous, but it was good for both of them. And yeah, yeah. I feel like they had some catharsis. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Which is all that really matters. Um, and so, so shall we go back to Micah before we go to Micah and Mariah ho- hanging out with the fam? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay. So Micah gets headhunted by mm-hmm. a modeling agency and he gets to get signed by a nice big modeling yeah. agency i guess mm-hmm. which good for him Proud of i mean him. it seems like he's been working hard and i don't know he looks like a model to me so mm-hmm. good for I, him i mean he'll be a great abercrombie boy definitely i mean he's got the blonde hair he's got the abs he's blue eyes man he's good he's good mm-hmm. Mar- micah and mariah then go to cairo to do the 12 year anniversary of baby joshua Mm-hmm. Um, which I was really glad to see this because mm-hmm. um, in an earlier episode this season, they had touched on the the incident with Joshua, which, mm-hmm. as a reminder, was when Kim accidentally ba- um, hit and killed a, her little boy, Joshua, which was in 2008. Uh, yeah, 12 years, 2008. Mm-hmm. And um, from the conversation that they had earlier in the season, like, it's clear that they... And it, it became clear in this episode too like they have a lot of unresolved grief and trauma behind this which Mm -hmm. i mean i get like it's obviously like a fucking horrible thing to happen um but it didn't really seem to me like in that episode that they had i don't know included the kids in on that well i'm like ever mentioned it or worked through it as a family yeah like exactly since the little girls didn't know anything but just that joshua was here and now joshua was not here like yeah 
So I was really glad to see them. And then after Mike and Mariah get there, the whole the rest of the family, except for Ethan and Olivia, um, go to the grave as well. And I thought it was it was nice to see them all as a family kind of sitting around remembering Joshua Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of thing. But it, it still was so clear to me that there is like so much unresolved issues, like just stemming back from this one thing mm-hmm. that like they need to get some help with. Yeah. Particularly Kim, but like, oh, yeah, all like, of them. Like you can't just let God and time fix things that no are like this. And I want to say in this part, I wanted to punch Barry in his little thin mouth because at one point in time he said like, Oh, well, when I was grieving, I just, like, stood back and said, wow, she's got to deal with the grief and the guilt. And I'm like, yeah. cool, why don't you fucking help her? Yeah, and then at some point he was like, I don't know, <laughs> the way he was saying it, he was like, and I decided right away that I wasn't going to blame Kim. And it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, who would blame? Like, I don't know. Like, I hate him more than anybody, but, like, I would never blame her yeah. for an accident. Like. She, could she have been like more watchful maybe but like could have should have would have like tw- you know hindsight is twenty twenty. people make mistakes they are human mm-hmm. and it, just like the way he said that like you know like He's you so know that that isn't and mighty and you know that that probably like wasn't how it was either mm-hmm. like the fact that he even thought that immediately was like so then you are giving her a little bit of guilt in your mind yeah you're like oh she's to blame she killed our child like, Which, like, I get, like, that I understand how you could get to that. But then again, like, that this is what you need, like, a professional to yeah. help you through. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like, bar none. Like, this is, I mean, there, and there are so many reasons. And, like, you don't even need a reason to go to therapy. But, like, yeah, if there is a reason to go to therapy, accidentally killing your son yeah. is one, is that reason. That's a big one. That's a, that's yeah. a, like, maybe you should be in therapy for, like, a good five for, years. For, like, <laughs> at least. <laughs> Because and it's just clear that she wasn't because she she just freaked out and mm-hmm. tried to control the entire world. Yeah. Um, it's just I just really need these people to go to go right. to a professional. And we did get confirmation from Lydia that she and some of the older kids were in the car when it happened. Mm-hmm. And she said they felt the thump thump. Yeah. Yeah. She was talking about it like she said she like remembers it like it was like it's clear that that's like a big traumatic into a brain thing yeah um uh, it's i know it's bad it was so much and i just i fucking hate barry and i hate kim but like Mm -hmm. this is not not kim's fault kim's fault is her reaction and yes (laughs) future controlling of her children right yeah but no barry's just a he's a smug asshole Mm -hmm. and he thinks like every time he talks he says it in such a high and mighty way like you said like Mm -hmm. just such a like i'm above everybody else and like one day you will realize that i'm above you and you will like come to regret how you act like that's like the kind of vibes he gives off and it's like dude you're an asshole you have any blind spots towards your character and it's like do you think you fucking do bud (sighs) oh my gosh yeah uh yeah i I just his voice i can hear his voice in my head and i want to die i know Um, it's the thin lips of judgment Yes, the thin lips of judgment. <laughs> that's the that's the episode title. <laughs> it might be. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, the, or, or do you have anything else to say about the? Uh, uh-uh. I was just gonna say we're gonna go to the last part of L.A. Yeah, okay. yeah. So back in L.A., um, Olivia, like we said, like the main reason why she was out in L.A. was to do some rebranding for her business, um, and which she's, I guess rebranding as a destination wedding photographer 
mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like that sounds like something that's probably that's a th- a, like yeah, a, thing. a thing, like a good thing that would probably get a lot of business, mm-hmm. um, especially after a pandemic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, anyway, Ethan <laughs> throws. Um, so while Olivia is kind of like doing the her her <laughs> while Olivia is doing her photo shoot on the beach. Um, Ethan shows up and surprises her and gives her a little picnic, which mm-hmm. was nice and sweet um, and thoughtful. Bottles, bottles, flowers, and a bottle of Vove. What more? What more could you want? That sounds perfect to me. Yeah. Um, and then Ethan also surprises her with a new like wedding band set mm-hmm. um, because the original one she had not been wearing because it was like it was picked out by kim it was yeah, kim's I, I don't know exactly kim helped um ethan pick it out and stuff mm-hmm. and like the whole thing felt tainted yeah it was like deeply rooted in in kim and every time i say it is weird because my mother-in-law's name is kim too <laughs> and she is like the complete opposite of kim plath so i just just like it's like i hate tainting your name like that but anyway it was clear to me that olivia was like shocked by this and was mm-hmm. like super touched by it too because um it just shows that Ethan is kind of like acknowledging that like we can put the past behind us and mm-hmm. let's move on and like start new. And they even like said that Ethan promises that she will get like the wedding of her dreams one day because I'm sure like when they were married, when, when they were like super young, like mm-hmm. by their parents, it wasn't like a, a wedding of her dreams. Yeah, especially for a wedding photographer. Right, exactly. Like, this girl mm-hmm. seems all these like beautiful tens of thousands of dollars weddings and she probably got some like crappy church thing yeah no and i i think that this just again it really shows like how ethan is really trying to you know make good with his relationship with with olivia and show that he is in it and that he is like willing to do whatever it takes to and understands what she's upset about just exactly in and of itself like he gets it and I mean, I'm sure it's taken a long time. Like they've talked about how like how much they've struggled. So it's I'm sure it's been a process. But like I'm just I've these three episodes. I was so impressed with Ethan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hell yeah, Ethan. Stand up for your woman. Do it. Hell yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Free yourself and your wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> and that brings us to episode nine. Which is called I Came, I came to, say to Say Goodbye. goodbye. Um, okay, so this episode was fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, the like little tidbits are that Mariah went to go record her songs. Mm-hmm. And she did some good song singing and stuff. And yeah. seemed to be whatever. Um, are there any other tiny things? Micah went to Miami to go sign his yeah. modeling agency deal. So that's yep. official now. Um, so yeah, it was, it was nice to see that Micah and Mariah are really, you know, working towards their goals and and making something of themselves. Good for them. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think at the end of this episode, they kind of were saying that Mariah was going to move to Miami with Micah, which I think would be good for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would too, for sure. Yeah. She would do good in Miami. Oh yeah. That's (laughs) a whole town. She would thrive. A whole town of, uh, somebody ran out of fabric. (laughs) Pretty much. It's hot. Why not? <laughs> All right. All right. So let's let's get into the let's get into the good stuff. The so stuff. in this episode, it really talks about how Ethan, you know, after the trip and everything, he's really been like ruminating over everything in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really missing his siblings and but also still wanting to, I think, 
make it clear to his parents where where things stand with him and make yeah. making sure that these boundaries are up and that they are clear. Mm-hmm. And it all kind of starts with Ethan finding a box of the past like doodles and gifts and stuff mm-hmm. that his siblings gave him that he had mm-hmm. had in the attic like for his birthday and stuff. And so then he says to Olivia, I'm going to go to the big house and I'm going mm. to confront them. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> and Olivia's like, um, okay, but can I stay in the car? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm, that's me. That's me. <laughs> that's me as hell. Like, I don't want to do the conflict, but I want to know. Yes. I'm nosy as hell. And I want, like, I want to know about the drama, but I don't want to be like involved in any way. Uh-uh. No, hard pass. Um, um yeah god I, fuck so ethan I goes to, and knocks on the door after they have to figure out where to park the car so that they can't see olivia because olivia doesn't want to be seen mm-hmm. i get it yes um, <laughs> and so he says hey buds ken and barry ethan and i ethan and i olivia and i <laughs> are moving away we're probably gonna move to another town and we've been looking at houses i wanted to say goodbye to you guys and i wanted to say goodbye to my siblings and then he says i want y'all to fucking know that i love olivia more than you will ever know and that he doesn't understand why they felt the need to explain to say the things to her that they have said which of course then they showed the flashback of barry being like blind spots in your character Fuck you, Barry. Well, and then this whole in in like I was so happy that not only did Ethan come over and be like, "Yeah, I'm here to say goodbye." He was like, "And by the way, like just to be clear, like this was not cool of you, and this is why this is the way it is." Yeah. And I was so glad he did that. Um. Yes. And but the whole like the whole time when he was talking about how like he how his parents have made Olivia feel and the things he said the things that they've said to Olivia every time he said something like that, Kim was like, "Well, she hurt my feelings too." Yeah, you're like, okay, hurt people hurt people, dude. Yeah, like, you, like, also, like, you're, I don't know, it's like, you're the fucking adult, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, Olivia's an adult now, but, like, she was a child, yeah. pretty much. She was, like, and, 20 like, when they got married. So, like, yeah, she was, and, like, like, 18 or 19 when they met, probably. Yeah, and, um, like, she had a sheltered childhood, too, so, like, bitch, you need to be, like, you can't be, like, fucking bullying this child. Mm-hmm. I know, and she's like, well, she didn't like me from the start. And it's like, probably because you were an asshole. Don't blame her. I don't like you either. I don't think anybody would. Everybody can um, see through your fake bullshit, sugar sweet smile of, oh, I'm just a good Christian woman. Yeah, I have I have a quote from Kim. It's, I've always felt like Olivia never gave me a chance. Everything I've ever done has been twisted. You're like, none of it needs to be twisted for it to be mean as shit. No, for <laughs> real. Um so yeah that whole thing happens and like um and then go ahead ask this part kim says i know you've been through a lot you've both been through a lot and then ethan just lays the smack down he says yeah thanks to you because of you and she was and she just like gave him a little sad face and it's like it's fucking true though like you and barry are the ones that have not only for their relationship but just for their whole lives have like set them back so much and mm-hmm. given them so many like needlessly like they th- it's just like there's so many opportunities that they don't have now that they should have yeah like, i don't it's just like fucked up it's fucked up i mean uh, yeah I well i love in this at this part too um barry says i don't know exactly what this is respond to but barry tells ethan that he loves him and ethan says yeah thanks for saying that now that the cameras are here yeah 
And I'm like, fuck. Which yeah, like Ethan is really was interesting. On fire. It was really interesting to hear him say that because like, and I'm sure it's the truth. I'm sure that they are very different when a confrontation is happening without a camera there. Mm -hmm. And so like, I, I I just really wonder like what things are really like behind closed doors, like how Barry and Kim really talk to them. I mean, we got a little glimpse when Ethan said, yeah, you said to me, have a nice life living in bondage. Like, can you imagine, first of all, ever saying the phrase living in bondage? Living in bondage. And second no. of all, can you imagine telling your child, whose only fault is that they want to get married and live how they want to live, to have a nice life? Yeah, really. No. Well, and then, like, when, when Ethan confronted them, that they said that they were like, I don't remember saying that. I don't remember saying that. And then Ethan was like, yeah, well, people who, like, when you say a mean thing to somebody, you often don't remember it, but the person you say it to does. And I'm like, God damn, Ethan uh-huh. has been to an incredible therapist. Oh, yeah. Who's like helped him to, to get to these, you know, realizations. But like, fuck, he was on, he was going off. And I was like, give it to him, buddy. And then Barry with his thin lips of judgment. I'm so sorry. I have to keep saying it. But this <laughs> is the iconic scene where he's just sitting there fucking smirking, trying to figure out oh a way to God. defend his shitty actions. And he's like, well, if I hurt you, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, Barry. You're smiling at me, so I can... Oh, it was just a little thing. Just a little thing you told me I was going to burn in hell because I loved somebody. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it's all... Ugh, God, he, Like, this whole time, Barry's just standing there, like, with a little smile on his face, and it makes me, like, want to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure he thinks it's, like, his, like, neutral, neutral. pastor <laughs> face. Like, oh, I'm just standing here, just taking in what your criticism is, and I'm going to think on it. But really, he looks like, I'm a smug asshole. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, God, so then all the littles start coming out, and they start mm-hmm. trying to figure out... Because Ethan wants to say goodbye to them, and Olivia wants to say goodbye, but nobody wants to go into the big house. Nobody. Yeah, and Olivia doesn't want to get out of the car and come onto the property, which I cannot blame her for that. Um, so Ethan is trying to get the little kids to go to the car to say goodbye to Olivia and so they can take a picture together and that kind of stuff. But Barry and Kim are like, oh, no, like Olivia can come here and see them or we can all go together. Uh But these are my children. So no. And then Kim flips shit. She's like, Mm -hmm. this is my property. These are my children. And Ethan's like, these are my siblings. And that's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These are just statements. Yeah. Um, and then, God, oh, when Isaac yells at this part and he's like, Mommy, you're just making everything worse. I'm like, this yeah. is the beginning of the end for the rest of the kids ever being able to forgive Isaac them. said Isaac said that multiple times. He was like, yeah. Mom, you're making this worse. You're making this worse. Yeah. And it's like, damn. Like, it's really sad when, like, your kids, are, your young kids are so much more, like, aware of everything than you are. Like, you yeah. need to really do some self-reflection. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're getting emotionally schooled by a 13-year-old boy, like... <laughs> Yeah, really. You need to look at your priorities. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, poor Isaac. God. So then they're trying to get the kids away, and at one point in time, Kim's just like, "Well, it's up to it's up to him." And yeah. Ethan says, "You're the neck that turns the head, and that's how it's always been." And everyone knows it is what he said, and I'm like, "Fuck, give it to her. Do not let her off the hook." Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, I loved how I loved how Kim was just like, "Barry, deal with this." Like yeah. it's your it's your it's like no <laughs> no and then barry tries to march down to the car and like probably forcibly remove olivia from the car and so ethan gets down there grabs him like 
oh, this is the confrontation we all have wanted. Yeah, he had his gritted teeth like, that is my wife. You leave her alone. And he had his crazy little creepy grin on. Yeah. And it was so fucking intense. It was so intense. And it was so good because it was just like, Ethan, you've done it. You've really re- like repented for your past regrets. Mm-hmm. You have made things right in your household. Yeah, really. Like this, like we said, he's really proving what he said, mm-hmm. you know, like that he will st- stand up for her. And that is what he's doing here. And good for him. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine watching this episode as Olivia. Like, she's Mm-mm. gonna watch it, I'm sure, because oh, it's yeah. just too much to not. Yeah. But. Man. It'd be, it'd be hard, but I'd be really fucking proud of my husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they're gonna have that baby soon. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, <sighs> so, um, yeah. So after that, like after the whole like confrontation uh-huh. between Barry and um, Ethan, like Ethan's just like, okay, well, I guess I, I guess I'm gone. So yeah. he kind of says his like hugs all the kids goodbye. They're all like sobbing and crying. Yeah, Lydia is full on about to have a fucking meltdown and like go on one of those. Mm-hmm. What's the girl's name? The girl whose parents pressured her so much to have straight A's and like go to med school and stuff that she ended up stabbing them. I don't know, but that sounds, yeah. I... It's a it's a Lydia vibe. <laughs> yes. Um. Well, and I yeah, I have in my notes. Um. Poor Lydia is inconsolable, and then I said, and Kim is too, but I don't care. <laughs> Kim yeah. like, Kim like throws a fit, and I don't and it, I don't know if it's just because I fucking hate Kim, but like it seems really performative to me. Oh, it was yeah. very like oh drama. Well, covers her face, grabs her mm-hmm. oldest daughter, like. It was very like you're putting on a performance for us. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure it was upsetting, but yeah. like you don't need you don't need to be like this. Yeah, you don't need to like be wailing at this point in time because you are just reaping what you've sown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're making your kids more upset. Your young kids who are yeah. all watching you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then and then it goes to like th- them kind of talking about the situation, and this is where Lydia talks about how this whole situation is very hard for her and it's hard for her to think about the fact that like, you know, her brother has to sacrifice his time with her be- just to be with his wife. But then she said, but I really admire him for it. Mm-hmm. And like she, and it seemed like it was like, I really like he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they're going to lose Lydia in the next year or so. God, I hope so. I hope, I hope that poor girl gets out. Cause she, she like, should not be there. I mean, I feel like she'd have it better off if she just went to go become a nun. Mm-hmm. She'd be yeah. probably fine with that. <laughs> probably, yeah. Any anything, just like just to be away from the, I don't know, the manipulation. Yeah. Oh yeah. So then, of course, Kim and Barry. Well, Kim sets up a good old love bombing. <laughs> a we're gonna i'm gonna make this all really fun for all the kids and micah and mariah come over and we're gonna have a fun meal and we're gonna get dressed up and then i'm gonna hit you in the face with pie and we're gonna have a food fight that's that the whole like food yeah the whole food fight thing it was like i don't know it was a way like i said it just felt very performative it Mm -hmm. felt very like oh i'm gonna show that i i can be fun i can have like we're gonna move on we're gonna be great let's end this on a light note let's show how good of a mother i can be because i can have fun with my children yeah you're like that's a low bar spare me (laughs) spare me kim yeah um also the menu was shrimp spanakopita and pie yeah what a what a weird combo when she said that i was like 
what who made the menu yeah was it just like whatever you had which like (laughs) what's weird that that was the stuff that you had but okay Mm -hmm. um and then of course so the whole part of this thing for me was because i was reading it from like oh this is an abusive relationship and now she's trying to win back all their favor and then she fucking pies isaac in the face and surprises him with it and like it felt kind of pointed Mm mm-hmm like she yeah. just kind of wanted to hit her kid in the face because he said, "Mom, you're making this worse." <laughs> but it was with pie, so it's okay. Yeah, it was with pie. It's fine. Not with her hands. It's with pie. Pie is love. Pie is love. Um. Yeah. I Fuck Kim Plath. I don't know. Kim I fucking hate her. Like I don't. I have no. I have nothing but like disdain for that woman. Mm-hmm. She is just. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate her and I hate Barry. And the thing is, Mm -hmm. is I think I hate her more because, like, she's doing it because she's, like, hurt on the inside and he's just a psychopath. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he just doesn't understand emotion and the humans. Mm -hmm. Well, and it was interesting at one point. Oh, at one point in at the end of the episode when it was kind of wrapping everything up and they were talking a little bit about, like, a future with uh, Ethan and Olivia and Kim says that it'll take a miracle and stuff like that. And then Barry said, was ta- was like reflecting on the interaction with Ethan uh-huh. at the house. And he said, I think I probably made a mistake. Uh-huh. What's the harm in letting them say goodbye? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you came to that realization, but it's a little too late. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that the fact that, I don't know, he's at least reflecting on it and seeing, yeah, maybe, maybe like we are culpable in this and maybe we should have handled things differently. And Kim's just like, we'll see what happens and it it just to me it shows that like they're they're like even though barry is awful in his own respect and he's Uh creepy as fuck which is a different thing like to me kim is just still so rooted in like self-hatred and denial and like it's just it's bad it's so bad she's just Mm -hmm. such a toxic person yeah yeah like barry just doesn't seem like he understands the consequences of his actions most of right. the time right which is so much and very much a white man thing but i was just gonna say yeah he's a white man so like that's kind of their natural state yep um yeah i don't know fuck them hell fuck yeah them. ethan and olivia and micah and mariah i mean it was i was this season was so good um, and I'm so excited to see more because it was just like so such a satisfying thing to watch. Mm-hmm. M- watch all of these people who have, you know, escaped from this horribly oppressive childhood to like really thrive as mm-hmm. young adults so far. And during and, a fucking pandemic. Like, yeah, as much yeah. as we want to tell them to go <laughs> right. fuck themselves because they're traveling in a pandemic, like they all still have jobs. and whatever. Yeah. And they're like, making they're... moves. Yeah. Like that's and that's hard to do at their age with or without a pandemic so mm-hmm. like fuck yeah go them um and particularly i just need to shout out ethan like i love you so much after watching these episodes I and i have so much respect for you and i'm sorry I am that so- i called you a little aryan boy in our first <laughs> i mean episode. that's it's not wrong but <laughs> he um like i just really admire him and i really have a lot of hope for him and olivia and i i just want them to succeed so much Mm-hmm. final thoughts on season two of Pla- welcome to plathville it was really good and i'm very excited for the rest of them to break free me too especially lydia and well and i'm excited for isaac too just because i feel so fucking bad for him being like the only guy amongst mm-hmm. 
you know, except for Barry, which whew, Barry's is only ma- like a masculine influence. So I know, and it's like so fucked up because Barry's never even at the house and shit. Like, I know. Anyway, I yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Um, yeah. yeah, and I'm glad that they have their older siblings that have already done it to kind of help them. I know. Can Ethan and Olivia like adopt Isaac? Yes, uh, that'd be awesome. Hell yeah, buy him. Maybe when he gets old enough, he can go and, and live with them. Yeah. Or maybe if he gets into trouble with Kim and Kim kicks him out of the... Yeah, when they when farm. they send you off to a grandparent's house in Minnesota. Yeah, then he'll go live with Ethan. <laughs> <sighs> All right. But I think that wraps us up for this week. But mm-hmm. thank you guys so much again for listening. We love doing the show. We love having you guys listen to our show yeah. and um, we want to hear more from you guys. We want to interact more with you guys. So if you guys have anything you want to say about this episode, about any of our other episodes, about anything you want us to cover in the future, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at tvliterate at gmail.com. Yeah. I mean, we're especially interested in all fundy close encounters, but mm-hmm. we also will take the time that you went to Snooki's shop and saw her anything we'll read it anything we'll love it we'll enjoy it we will Mm -hmm. relish in reality tv becoming one step closer to reality exactly (laughs) and you can find us uh, on all the social medias and not parlor because parlor's fucking dead rip parlor rip parlor not really like rest (laughs) in like unpeacefulness but you can find us at tv literate on instagram reddit twitter facebook everywhere just yes We'll show up, I'm sure. We'll show up. We if, will. If you've got we'll a be there. cool new fundy website that is all about the tea, then we'll sign up. We'll be your number one forum person. I don't mm-hmm. know. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, if you um, feel up to it, we would love to have you leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, those really help us get some new listeners and just get the, the word out about how awesome we are. <laughs> and um, also, feel free to recommend us to any of your friends. We're really, you know, working up a good community here and we would love to have love to have some more people join. Mm-hmm. So, and thank you guys so much for everything. And we yeah. will be back next time. Stay safe. Stay safe. <laughs> Wear a mask. Bye. Bye.